All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Everything Virtual. I am joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. So it's uh, I woke up late today, so I'm kind of <laughs> still like a little bit groggy, but it's a it's a a lazy Sunday. I'm I'm feeling it too. So we're we're on the same page there. Yeah, and this is actually live for the first time, right? So. Yeah. So so guys, we're going live. We're going live on Periscope slash Twitter and uh, Twitch. And then this episode with any type of editing will be uploaded to YouTube on Monday. So right now, obviously, today, if you're watching this on recording, uh, we do. So he, what we're trying to get back to, and we, we spoke about it last episode, is we want to get back to regular game talks and we want to get back to use episodes on a weekly basis. So we're really trying to trying to enforce the schedule on a Monday, Friday type of thing. So happy Monday for those of you watching on Monday. Ronnie, I'm actually excited. We haven't done a game talk episode in a while. It's I know. I was <laughs> actually like, time. yeah, when I started preparing for it a little bit, I was like, oh, yeah, like this is like a... I think it's a really useful type of episode for people because it's it's like kind of bare bones gets to the important information about the games and gives our impressions yeah. and it's kind of like the meat and potatoes, right? Yep. So um, you have two games. I, I only have one, but we yeah. I, don't know if you I want mean, to start or I I can start. Um, it, it's up to you. Like I don't care either. Um, I can. Yeah, I can start. That's fine. Um, right, yeah, because mine are they're not smaller games. One is actually like you know definitely a more substantial game the other one's more of an experience but mm -hmm. i thought i'd mention both because i thought they were kind of on the opposite sides of the spectrum a little bit okay. um Go for the, it. Fir the first one was is hellblade senuous sacrifice vr edition mm -hmm. and for you know video game players out there i'm sure they're going to be pretty familiar with hellblade it's a it was a really popular game came out i think a couple of years ago now probably somewhere either in like 2017 or 2018 i i could be wrong but that was the original release mm -hmm. and about and and a little while after that the vr edition came out and it's a third person action adventure game if you want to call it that but really the 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 storyline it's it's set i believe in in norse mythology mm -hmm. and it's a very personal tale of the character that you're playing uh who is kind of you know I don't want to misspeak about the story. The, Im the impression you get when you're playing it is that she's, you know, on this quest and along the way, you know, she's kind of driven into madness mm -hmm. through like, it's a very, very dark, grim atmosphere that you play this game in. And there's like, I don't know, the camera angles and the way that they, the way that the sound especially plays off of the visuals. Yeah. It's, it's very like very dark and, uh, you know, kind of, it it yeah it's it, it's it's very it's a very grim type of type of game and <laughs> okay. but but, but you're, not, you're but, not selling it well here <laughs> no but but this is like i mean yeah so for people that have played it like you know that that's actually that's what it's going for mm -hmm. that's i mean kind of think about like a, a like a, a movie or a book or something that is set out to kind of put you into this into this mood right and this like it's supposed to be a dark movie like these are things that would be, you know, it, it really gets you there. So like yeah. it, this game really makes you feel something and makes you feel, uh, you know, I've heard people describe it as a very, very uh, like, like a game that tackles mental illness quite well. Like it really shows you okay. kind of like the interplaying of voices and kind of the, so anyways, so needless to say, 
Uh, a lot of people out there will probably, if they know what this game is, then they, they kind of know what I'm talking about. And if they don't, it's definitely something, if you go and, and, and view some quick videos on YouTube or something of the game, you'll you'll be able to kind of understand right away kind of what type of a game it is. There mm -hmm. is combat. There is, like, environmental puzzles. You are going from point A to point to point B, and mm -hmm. there's b boss battles in it. Like, in some ways, it's kind of a pretty traditional game. But then just with the atmosphere and the storytelling, I think that's what really separates it. And then in addition to that, the the uh, the the environmental puzzles are really cool. Like you kind of look for different shapes of these glyphs in the uh, in the levels. Uh -huh. But a lot of times they'll be formed by like looking at the environment from a certain angle. Like maybe the glyph is, I don't know, like a like a triangular glyph with like a cross through it. So okay. you might so so in order to find that glyph in the environment, you might have to like duck down and look at it from a certain angle to where like you know this board and this in a tree and like a rock line up together just right to where it makes that shape. And then so, is is this would would you categorize this then as more of a, a puzzle solving type of game? No, because it, it like it's it's fifty fifty. I'd say like okay. it's because because the the puzzle solving aspect of it is usually just to move like usually there will be like a locked door with a glyph on it. Okay. And in order to get the door unlocked, you have to go and find this environment. So it's so so that does play like I mean you're doing that quite a bit, but then mm -hmm. equally there's sections where you're you're fighting enemies and bosses and that sort of thing. So it's kind of like half and half. But it's I, I want to say. I mean, for people, I'm talking about the VR version. This is a third-person action game, meaning the character that you're playing is in the your view. So it's not you're not seeing through the eyes of the character. You're actually you actually see okay. see. So it's it's more of a traditional game in that sense. Yeah. And, and, and in VR, so so like you know, long story short, this game came out as a traditional game, just mm -hmm. one that you play with an Xbox controller, and I've. And I still play with an Xbox controller now when I'm sitting down with my VR headset on. Mm -hmm. But they eventually the the team Ninja Theory who released this game to a lot of critical acclaim. Afterwards, they eventually released a VR version of it. Mm -hmm. And for those who bought it on Steam, you get the VR version free. Like it's a separate download; you have to install it separately. Yeah. But but you get it automatically. It's it's part of the package. So if you you buy the original game for thirty bucks you get both the normal version that you can play on your TV or computer monitor. And then you get the, the VR edition, which you load that one up and you play in the headset and it's the same game. It's just one works for VR and one doesn't. Okay. And, and this game in particular is so in general, I think I, I like, I like the idea of, uh, of third person action games in VR because mm -hmm it's kind of cool to see the character in 3d and to see the environment in 3d and, and your vision is kind of more like the camera. Yeah. So, so I, I was going to ask, cause I don't think I've played a played lot of games like that. Yeah. Or, yeah or there's a only a few. There's really only a few. Like I remember early on when, when the Oculus Rift initially came out, there were a couple games at launch that were kind of like that. There mm -hmm. was like Lucky's Tale, which was like kind of like Mario, yeah. but it was, it was a platformer game okay. and there was also um i'm trying to think of man the names now um there were a couple of kind of like more double a or triple a type uh third person action games that were oculus exclusives mm -hmm. that came out around launch and, and they're pretty cool 
Um, but yeah, this game in particular, it's just, it's a really good game on its own, but then because of all these psychological kind of twisting with your, your mind's view and, you know, all these weird audio cues and stuff, like there's a lot of whispering and from right ear to left ear and kind of that sort of thing while you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. And it goes with the storyline. And I think those things lend itself to being a really immersive VR title. Like you really, you really get into it. So, so that's why like this game in particular is really cool in VR. And I think they did a really good job of bringing it to VR. There are some setbacks. I mean, uh, I still think because you're not, because you're more the camera and not the character, I think for some people it's, it's possible that they'll, you know, that like yeah. they'll get a little this nauseous. Is, this sometime. is the game, right? Yeah, this is the game. Oh, cool. So we can actually load this up while we're talking yeah. about it. No, okay. this is awesome. I like this. So, okay. um, yeah, so this helps me quite a bit though. To explain. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah. so yeah, so while you're playing the actual game, it's always that back of the shoulder view. Mm-hmm. These are more cutscene cinematic type things. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, it, I, like I said, it, it I mean, it can, it, I mean, for some people, especially if you don't have a strong enough PC to handle it, um, you know, it, it might be a little bit hard to run. You don't want to get sick or anything like that. But yeah. it, now when I upgraded my computer, it ran it great. And I was really like it. It really sucks you in. It's it's much more. I played through the game on on a on a 2D monitor before trying it in VR. Mm-hmm. And I can say that already I feel like it's much more immersive and much scarier actually there's certain parts of it that like really kind of hit you a different way when you're when you're playing it in vr um but like you know even some even of, though it's not first person it, yeah you still have like jump scares yeah not jump scares it's more like just creep like just creepy yeah it's just like unsettling imagery like the imagery because it's that much more you know like in your face and you're mm-hmm. much more realistic looking um because it's tangible I don't know. I, like I said, there's downsides to bringing these types of games into VR too. Like some of the some of the po- the LOD pop in, like of the graphics, like when you're walking around, like any kind of little glitching in in the graphics and stuff. Yeah, you notice it a little bit more because you're in VR; it's in your face versus like on a TV. But they're minor quips. Like the game is beautiful. And yeah, just the the graphics that I'm seeing here look awesome so far. Yeah, and and I mean, and yeah, the only other thing I should mention is you know when it goes into cutscenes. So in the normal game, almost all the cutscenes, if not all the cutscenes, it's kind of like a very seamless transition from playing mm-hmm. to going to the cutscenes. So the ones that are in engine that are being rendered by your computer, those are still in 3D. But anytime it's like a video that is actually playing, they have to make it into kind of like a big screen type thing where okay, it'll, yeah. it'll go from gameplay to showing you like and it, and it does a good job of kind of zooming in and then cutting it and making mm-hmm. it like a screen. But that's just something to be aware of. But I mean, there's no downside. At first, I was kind of worried, man, would I like would I recommend only playing the VR version? Probably not. But at like at the same time, you get this as part of the package. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do really think that it's a compelling way to play the game. And I think for some people, they're going to prefer the VR version head and shoulders above the traditional version. So I, I think the fact that you get, you know, the, you get them both together for the same price is like, mm-hmm. it's a no, it's, I, I more wanted to bring this up to, to tell people that it is a great VR experience for people that 
have systems capable enough of pushing it well. Mm -hmm. And if you already have Hellblade or if you haven't jumped into this game yet and are interested, it's definitely worth getting. And if and and it, and if you don't end up wanting to play it all in VR, then you can just play it, you know, traditionally as well because mm -hmm. either cuz either way it's it's a really great experience. And uh yeah, I just want more and more people to know that the VR version's out there for for more people to play it because um Hellblade 2 was was announced uh, a few months ago, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, the team that made this, Ninja Theory, which has made a lot of other great games as well, they were purchased by Microsoft. Oh so, wow! Okay. So so now so so technically, Hellblade Two. I mean, right now, I think it's going to be PC and Xbox Series X, which is going to be you know their next Xbox. Is there um, any word on a, on a VR version? That's what. I don't know as of right now, but that's why that's why I'm saying like I, I don't think that Microsoft is the kind of company that would necessarily prevent the team from you know bringing it to VR on yeah. PC. I mean, I mean, Microsoft if, has its toes dipped in the XR exactly. space, so exactly. So even if it's not on the Xbox yet, like on, in the PC side of things, which they like, they're very much supporting both platforms. So yeah, yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, so I. It, yeah, the, I think the more people that see this and you know play it, potentially give it reviews and whatnot, that could make it more likely for the next you know the next uh, iteration in the series to also come to VR. So gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You you had another quick game you wanted to mention? Yeah, the you other one I just wanted well? to. Yeah, it's kind of almost like the opposite. Um, it's called Perfect, and I actually got a key from the developer for this one. Just like full disclosure, um, it's nine ninety nine in on the store I can't find and it. yeah i was having a hard time finding it too actually when i searched okay. for it so but i mean when i when i clicked on the game and went to store page it does have a store page so i yeah when i searched for it i was having a hard time too so so i don't know maybe it's not but when i went to the store page on mine it clearly listed it for 9.99 okay. it's called it's called perfect by by end dreams and to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not sure that I would recommend it for 9.99. Okay. Um, it's oh, that's fine. I don't. Need, I don't need yeah. to get, get the shared. Like it's it's a game where like it's a game where there's th I think three or four different environments that you get, and the mm -hmm. idea is that you're supposed to just be able to go there and just hang out and relax. Like well, they're all very scenic. Perfect. It, yeah, okay. so one of them is like a beach area. The other place is like mountains. One of them is like, you can see the Aurora Borealis like in the background. Like they're just, you know, very like pretty scenic uh, environments mm -hmm. that have really like natural ambient sound to them. And you can kind of just hang out. Like I said, for, for $9.99, I wouldn't probably buy it because there's not a whole lot to it. The environments are are beautiful. They're very pretty. And the I, I do think that the sound design is pretty good too. Um, as far as just like the ambiance and all mm -hmm. of that stuff, but there's just not much to do in it. But the reason I wanted to bring it up is because I like the idea of there being kind of these like more relaxed, chill type of VR experiences. Mm -hmm. Maybe if there was a little bit more to the game or more environments, then it'd be easier to recommend. And I know that there's some other games out there like Nature Trek VR, which I haven't had a chance to really there, try. Like, there's a lot on Oculus too. Yeah, um, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I Nature Trek, I know. Yeah, yeah. Nature Trek, I think is is available on the Quest. I mean, the problem with the Quest is that it's not as capable as a PC graphics wise. Yeah. So sometimes, like these types of experiences where you want to look at pretty vistas, run better on the PC. But I mean, yeah, in general, I think it's a really cool. It's a cool genre. Like I want to. 
explore that a little bit more just mm -hmm. to see if I can find something, especially now with, you know, having to, uh, for a lot of folks stay indoors so much more, it's nice yeah. to kind of find Travel something. Virtually. Yeah. Like, like I dabbled in some of the fishing games before and those yeah. are actually, it's kind of <laughs> similar. They give you, they give you something to do because from a game perspective, Oh, catch different fish. And like mm -hmm. a lot of them will try to, you'll, you'll have to, you know, buy certain lures and like it'll have kind of a gamey element to it yeah but it's so maybe, just nice to go and kind of yeah, relax in there yeah exactly like i, I can see Man, you know what would be perfect those huh. games should be multiplayer see then, they then, should. You, then you can go in there and just kind of hang out with someone you know what i mean uh -huh. and just, yeah no a hundred percent and then and then this is actually what fishing is right most people yeah. just go go fishing to yeah. just hang for the day Cause that's what I was going to, so yeah, multiplayer is a great way to expand on like what you're able, cause then you can just chill and hang out and stuff. And it's a good mm -hmm. environment to do that. I just think that if, if there isn't a, like a huge market for this type of thing now, I could see in the future where like, you know, opening up your mind to the possibilities a little bit, if you could bring things in with you, like if I was able to work in envi an environment like that, mm -hmm. I would. Like if, if <laughs> yeah. like, let's say, let's say the With headset virtual desk there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say that your headset, like in the future, let's say VR headsets are much lighter and less cumbersome and you just can stick it on. And let's say you can access your laptop or your work devices as seamlessly as you can mm -hmm. now. How awesome would it be if you could kind of like zoom calls with the virtual backgrounds actually be in a real virtual background yeah. and just like hang out? Like, like right now there's tons of limitations on it. It's mm -hmm. not super practical to like do stuff in it, mm -hmm. but if you could do stuff in it, I could see it being really, really cool. So that's, yeah, that's agreed. just why I just wanted to bring up the idea and kind okay. of, you well, know, I, I feel talk like about I mean, it. I'll, I'll see if I can check it out, but there's, I feel like there's a bunch of different types of experiences like that. Cause it's not yeah. necessarily a game, right? So just no, that's what, like that. and that's what, like I said, this one in particular, like it looks <laughs> great and and mm -hmm. i love end dreams the the developer they've made a lot of great games like yeah. shooty fruity was one of them they're working on uh, i'm trying to think what the um i think they're working on i don't know they're working on a bunch of stuff they they did free diver which is a yeah. really cool game so so in general they're they're a really good developer so this game is kind of a little bit on the smaller scale like i mm -hmm. think for the price you would want a little bit more content there, more, but, yeah. but there are, yeah, but there are other types of experiences like that out there. So just wanted okay. to put it on people's radar. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, those are, those are two fun ones. Um, I'm actually curious. I want to check out more of Hellblade when I have a chance. Yeah. Uh, we actually talked about this during the news episode that we did on Friday. Uh, but my game is echo VR actually had a chance to jump into it. Now this is an open beta. It's free. Um, and I believe, actually, let me see if I can share. Is that coming through? Yeah. Boom, there you go. Okay, so this is on the Oculus Store. And I'm going to just play this video on mute so people can kind of see what I'm talking about. But uh, this is essentially, it's it's ultimate Frisbee in zero gravity VR. Um, and yeah, that's just as cool as it sounds. I I, <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. Um, it. It took me back. Do you remember? Do you remember all the hype from Smashbox Arena maybe two, three years ago? Yeah, I do. Like the competitive action of it was a lot of fun. Like I, I was like in there moving around. Now, the thing is, there's there's a lot uh that I still need to explore. Like, I mean, I'm seeing guns and stuff in here. So there, there's there's a lot that I think that you can do in the game. Now, I mm. I've done a couple of matches. I went through the tutorial, which was a little long, in my opinion, but I think it's it's probably I probably felt that it was long 
just because I, I'm comfortable in VR and I've, I've yeah. played a ton of different games. So I can understand that they want to be thorough with with different movement capabilities, how to start, stop. Because again, you're you're in, in zero gravity, right? So think, uh, you did you ever play Climby? Yeah, yeah. And okay. then and I I have I have had a chance to play it a little bit. So I do. Oh, you did. But like, okay. yeah. But for listeners out there that. You yeah, don't know a, much about it. It's similar to climbing, like you can grab onto any surface and then use that to kind of propel you. But in climbing, you could just kind of use that as a as a way to launch yourself or to jump. Here, you're in zero gravity, right? So like you you push yourself off a surface and you're going to keep going in that direction as as long as uh, you know un until something stops you. Yeah. Uh, now you also have thrusters. There's a bunch of different other uh, elements like a boost and a and um. And, and a break but mm -hmm. you know the, the goal really is to get i believe it's up to five on five at least in the games that i played where uh you're just you have a frisbee you're tossing it and um you know it's it's just ultimate frisbee you're trying to score you're so different than ultimate frisbee it's not like you're trying to get the frisbee to one side there's actually a goal you need to throw it into so there's an element of having goalies right somebody who's like standing in front of the the, the goal, which is about the size of the person or, or your avatar. So mm -hmm. you needing to needing to kind of block a diamond shaped uh, goal. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. There was there's a lot to love about it just from a competitive standpoint, uh, being in there, doing a lot of different things. I One of the fun things, too, that I did not expect. And I, I again, I feel like there's a lot more that we would probably want to explore with this and maybe even do a full episode review at some point mm -hmm. uh, once we've spent more significant time in there. But, you know, just off the bat, certain things that you can do um, is you can actually punch people in the head. Yeah, I saw that stuns them. So you, you punch them, you can punch them in the head, or if they're trying to punch you, you can actually put your fists up and block ah, like this. That's and, cool. And, and that will stun them in return if you can block on time. That's so, cool. So the thing is, like, you know, I, I in the games that I was playing, just because I, I was trying to get my my legs under me, or not my legs, but just kind of get my bearings of what the game was about. Mm. Um, I wasn't really focused on scoring. Uh, I like I was trying to be a team player. And just go around and stun people. So while everybody, <laughs> so while everybody, you know, my teammates and, and the opponents were were chasing the frisbee, I was going around just trying to stun the people and and take those angles. You know what I mean? From a competitive yeah, standpoint, yeah. take those angles and be like, okay, he's not focused on me. He's trying to outrace my my teammate. Dude, there. if you think about it in football, I mean, like yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, you're taking people out. So I, I, I <laughs> after the games, I kept getting the they they have different awards there, right? Like MVP for whoever scores the most. But I kept getting the Bruiser Award because I had the most <laughs> amount of stuns after every single. That's awesome um so yeah I, I, like i said I, I i enjoyed it i it was a ton of fun if you have an oculus quest the beta is free uh you can actually see it right there on the screen it is free right now so there is absolutely no reason not to get it and, and jump into it um the one thing i will say and this is not uh exclusive to echo vr i think this is an issue that has been around vr for a long time but sometimes you're going to get some weird random people in there and yeah. and i did too right so like it's just just kind of putting that out there as as full uh full disclosure just just weird people probably doing some inappropriate things in vr yeah. um and, and i know rec room struggled with this a while ago i know there's several other games that had to put in places so there there are i i and i'm bringing that up to mention that there are ways that you can do this where you can mute players or you can ghost players and make them disappear but um, you know, with with the player base probably still being at a level where it's still growing, uh, you know, you're gonna you're gonna run into some weird people. But from the standpoint of man, if if you know we had this, or if if I was playing this game with nine other people that I knew well, God, 
like it's it's so much fun man like it's it's actually it's actually a really really great game um and again i i there's so much more to to dig into it and and i plan on doing so just just from a like almost not a work not really working out but like it it was just i i enjoyed it like it gets your heart rate going like you're kind of moving around like there's there's definitely competitive nature to it Uh, yeah and so i i really enjoy the game i cannot recommend it enough and you know the fact that what it's got over four thousand ratings right now and it's that's great you know it's 100 free yeah it came out pretty recently honestly so Mm -hmm. to have that like that many people reviewing it is pretty insane in my opinion and i mean like you were saying before like i think uh i mean you know, this game was on PC, but to bring it to the Quest is like a complete game changer because it's mm-hmm. so easy for everyone to be able to get access to it. Like it's yeah. like you were saying, like being able to play with your friends in a game like this is huge. Mm-hmm. And with Quest, that makes it much more likely that you're able to do that either now or in the future with, oh, with yeah. people picking up the headset. So mm-hmm. I mean, so so the thing is, like you know, people we talk about different types of competitive. Uh, games and sports in in just gaming in general but uh i i think within vr this is something that you know I, and i hope it doesn't go the way of previous games that we've we've been really excited about where the player base disappears after a little while sure. you know I, I think that there's a lot that can be done with a game like this it's it's very physically competitive there's a lot of different elements that can go into the rules and all that and so yeah. um i don't no, know it, I, it I has think- a ton of momentum right now so i think mm-hmm. if anything is like i mean really I've been hearing about it from a lot of people. Everyone that has tried it is like falls in love with it. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to jump in. I, I did the tutorial, mm-hmm. so I haven't actually jumped into you, the the, the should, quest game yet. You should play. You should play a game. I th- I think if anything, it, you yeah. you you would understand so much more why I'm yeah, so excited yeah. about it. No, um, I, like and like back when Lone Echo came out on the Rift which mm-hmm. is the single player game that it's based off of. Like I played a lot of that and I played like a little bit of the, 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 the multiplayer stuff as well when it was mm-hmm. on the Rift S. So like, or the Rift. So I have an idea, but man, like I've heard the quest just like really opens it up and, and really like, uh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's actually really great. I, so I that's what, yeah, I, I, I remember, I mean, I jumped out of it yesterday or jumped into it yesterday. And as soon as I came out, I was like, yeah, this this is a game that I <laughs> I, I would easily go back into. Now, yeah. I, like I was saying before, you know, I, I think if you go in there and play with a bunch of randos, it's it's yeah. hit or miss. But yeah. I, you know, this is this is a type of game that I'm hoping. You know, we talk about the timeline for for VR. Um, you know, I, I hope that this is a game that's still relevant in five years when yeah. you know, fifteen of my of my friends or nine other of my friends have uh have headsets right and, yeah and, and are and we're able to jump into games like this or similar to this because you know like it's it's funny because I, I i was i was big into team sports growing up right like I, I used to play basketball every single day that's why my my knees are crap right now but <laughs> like to be able to to do something like this with all the all the guys who are now old and, and broken like me but be yeah. able to, to get in and do something competitive like that uh with everybody at home that's awesome with their you know with with their families or whatever the case is like to be able to do something like that, this is what has me excited for VR because I can get you know once yeah. once once that that player base really starts building up and, and yeah. it seems like it is. Yeah. Uh, I just think that there's so much potential for a game like this. What makes me excited about like the fact that people are loving this game so much, like even if Echo VR itself isn't out in five years, like who knows? Hopefully mm-hmm. it is. Even if it isn't, the fact that this concept, like someone developed it and it's awesome and people that play it love it 
mm-hmm. tells me that when people do have headsets that you will be able to play a game like this with your friends. Oh like, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. like, like this idea, like if, if someone strikes gold, like that, it's not going to disappear. You know what I mean? So that's exciting to think that there's going to be a time in the future where everybody has some kind of, be it like Apple glasses or like, who knows, like whatever mm-hmm. the, the method is that we're, you know, in five to 10 years from now, we're all going to be jumping into some AR, VR, whatever. We're going to be able to get in with our friends and play like a competitive sport title that's like ultimate Frisbee mm-hmm. and just like go all out, even though we're all old and <laughs> have a blast. No, I, I like, I, you know, I, and I think I think you're you're putting a nice end cap on this in the sense that it is. It's nice to see games like this that are are as good and polished as they are right now because yeah exactly 100% once once and w- once people have headsets and we've seen a huge uptick where it's it's like almost impossible to get a rift right like yeah. um w- once we start seeing this uptick in in the amount of headsets the player base increases the amount of people within your network increases you're able to jump into games with people i i, I think like there's there's just so much potential with it and so like it may not be Echo VR in the future. I hope it is, just because I think yeah. you did a great job. But games like this, I think, will be uh, what, at least for me, and I'm sure many other folks, will be what people really jump into as a as a social experience. It, whether we're living in a socially distant world or or a, as just before with people kind of living all across the world. Yeah, and no, and 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 I mean, yeah, looking to the future is always fun, but like, can't stress enough that like what you're talking about and what what's getting you this excited is out right now. Like you can, if you Mm -hmm. can get your hand on a headset, you can experience something like this now, which is incredible. Yeah. And I I think, I think that that was the tough thing with a game like, you know, Smashbox arena to, to bring up an, an old wound, but I love, I love that game, but it was one of those things where it just, it was a little bit ahead of its time in the sense that there, you know, not, not everybody could drop $2,000 on a headset and a computer. You know, yeah. whereas now for 400 bucks, it's an untethered experience. The game plays fantastically well. I haven't had any issues with it and I, it'll only continue to get cheaper and better from here on out. I wonder, like, I haven't looked into this at all. I wonder if there would be any way that Smashbox could eventually get a re-release just, on the quest. I was just thinking, I mean, I don't, I don't know how the studio is doing now. And I, I'm That's sorry, what I mean. That, no, speaking, that, but yeah. But you know, here's uh, I don't I don't and I'm not trying to get anybody into legal trouble, but yeah, there's yeah. an idea there. That game was hot for a quick second, right? So yeah. like, if somebody creates something similar to that with a uh, almost you know they 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 dubbed it as dodgeball, but um, you know if they can create something similar to that, I think that there there's a lot of potential with it still. So and granted, yeah. there's you know I I had the chance to jump into Rec Room yesterday as well yeah. for a very long time. So doing doing a game like like uh, paintball on Rec Room, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. which is still exactly the same, right? Yep. And and there's yep. a certain, there's a certain charm to that. But I feel like games will continue to to innovate and get better. And I think if somebody can take the competitive games from you know several years ago and kind of recreate them for Quest, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of potential there. Uh, at and, least for and- me. Yeah, no, and all of this reminds me of the potential of something like Facebook Horizons, mm-hmm. something that can make it easy for people that are oh, friends yeah. to get into games together. Because, like, I, I know for me, like, from what it sounds like, you can easily create like custom games just for you and your friends, and yeah. and Echo VR and all that stuff. It's for even for someone like me who uses VR a lot but doesn't, you know, get in with a lot of friends per se. Mm-hmm. 
like it's still a little bit daunting to me to know whether or not a game supports multiplayer, whether it's going to be easy for me to create like a, it'll be really, really, really nice to have some kind of a system that ensures that all of that is smooth and easy. And that I can like, if a game supports multiplayer, I can jump into it with my friends super easy. Like Mm -hmm. I can't wait for a system like that to, to be here. And it sounds yeah. like Horizon's going to be that. Well, it, so if, that, it, if it is as streamlined as, as you know, we, we feel like it will be. Yeah. yeah. 100%, because, because, you know, the, if, if we, if you can go in and, you know, through your Facebook horizons, you have all your friends kind of picked out already and you just like check them off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, and then boom, like go straight into the game rather That's than like, hey, everybody meet in lobby KL53. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that's the type of streamlining that I would like to see and hopefully I, will be. No, imagine like imagine how amazing it would be if if it was just like instead of us having to coordinate when we want to do like an online session together, mm-hmm. if it's just like we just both throw on our quests and I just see you in there. And yeah. then we and then we figure out what we feel like playing and then we just jump into it. Yep. I mean for sure, man. So anyways, yeah. that, oh, that's we, exciting stuff we, though. We like can I dream, we can dream. Yeah. I mean, people are working on this stuff. So that's what yeah. like, like, and yeah, my nephew recently just got a quest completely separate from me. Like literally uh, his mom was just like randomly asking me. So the, 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 that, I think she said something like, so that, that Google headset, the quest or whatever. And I was like, you mean <laughs> Oculus, right? <laughs> She's like, oh uh, yeah. Like, is, is it really good? Like, is it not? Cause she knows I'm the VR guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I explained to her all about it. I'm sure I've showed them the quest at some point and she yeah. just wasn't putting two and two together, but yeah, she was, you know, secretly trying to find a headset and all of that for her son's birthday. And yeah, like they've been playing I, that thing nonstop. So the, the price point on the, on the, on the quest right now is unbeatable in my opinion for, for any, anybody who plays video games, you know, this is, this is something that it's, it's affordable. And, and again, I'm not trying to be insensitive for the, for, especially during the times that we're living in now. Yeah. But, you know, you you look at how widespread uh, consoles are and the pricing of consoles. And I, I would say that the Quest is, is very competitive to that. And the game, sure. the prices of games are, are even more competitive. Right? Yeah. So. And, and the fact that, uh, and, yeah. the, and, the, and the fact that, uh, what's it called? I was going to say. Oh, the different genres of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many different types of, of games within each genre now available. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're at a point where it's anyone's going to have trouble finding content. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Now's, now's <sighs> just yeah. as good a time. Like, yeah, there have been times in the pet, like it reminds me Oculus connect six when I was there last mm-hmm. time, I think the, their big mantra that year was the future is now kind of thing. Like yeah. VR or VR is now I'm, I'm trying to remember what the exact headline was, but essentially like we always are so concerned about waiting for the next big thing, mm-hmm. especially in VR, but really like right now we have a lot to enjoy and a lot to experience. Yeah. And so, so that's, it's, it's easy to recommend to people if they're at all interested, like, yeah, get a, get a headset. You'll be able to find something. For sure. Cool, so. man. Well, this was fun. Uh, it's fun to finally do a Game Talk episode after so long. I know, um, I know. Well, we'll we'll be back with it uh, next week, guys, with more Game Talk and, uh, well, a news episode first and then Game Talk. And, um, yeah, if you guys have any recommendations, we are, are playing a lot right now just because we're stuck in quarantine. So definitely hit us up on, on Twitter or YouTube or wherever you guys are listening. And, um, yeah, have a great week. We'll talk to you guys soon.